Shortly after Apple debuted their new privacy features, it turns out that uh, most of us, okay, nobody really wants their apps tracking them online. And for more on that, we've tracked down our good friend Mark Saltzman, who joins us here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Mark, good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Jeff. Good to chat with you. Likewise. Okay, let's uh, dive into this. Just uh, first off, uh, for those that didn't really realize what's uh, been going on, just what apps are tracking us and exactly how are they mm-hmm. doing it, Mark? Sure. So uh, apps obviously want to know more about who uh, is using them in order to better market information to you, ads that are personalized to your individual tastes. So many apps do this and that's how they monetize it, especially free apps like Facebook. You know, you don't pay for Facebook. So they make their money in other ways and they sell advertising uh, to advertisers and they make their money in one of two ways. So they customize, you know, what you're seeing is not the same thing, you know, what, what I see, you know, I'm not really into, I don't know, for example, sports equipment, go figure. Uh, It's kind of useless to market that to me where someone like Jeff MacArthur, you know, strapping young guy, very athletic, they may be more likely to, to, uh, to uh, have an ad that is uh, about sports. As an example, the second way a company, uh, an app like Facebook makes money is when you actually look, when you tap to go to that ad and maybe buy something, they may get a kick back as well. So apps have to monetize all that software and all those work, hiring all those uh, engineers, those coders and animators somehow. So it's usually through advertising. So apps track your whereabouts online before and after you've uh, landed on that app, uh, what websites you're going to, what ser- what you're typing in search engines in order to better market to you. That's the, that's the bottom line. Okay. But is that, uh, and that certainly helps the bottom line of these uh, apps and companies like Facebook, uh, as you mentioned, but you're kind of describing this like it's maybe a good news thing for, for users. I'm getting targeted ads to uh, what my likes yeah. and interests are. But is there a downside to this as well? Yes, being tracked. <laughs> and I think that people are willing, if and, and I'll give some stats in a moment, to they'd rather not be tracked and see ads that are not relevant to them. They're still going to see ads than a, a allow apps to, to track them in order to see more relevant ads. So um, as you as you touched on uh, when you introduced me, Jeff, that about two weeks ago, Apple rolled out its latest operating system for iPhones called iOS uh, 14.5. And with that came this privacy feature that uh, Apple uh, is insisting their, their, the apps that run on the App Store uh, adhere to. And that is that you give the iPhone user the option to be tracked or not. So uh, your listeners to AM640 probably know that when they've opened up their uh, iPhone and they've opened up an app, maybe Facebook to keep with them as an example, they are, they're now going to see a little window that pops up that says, do you allow Facebook to track your activity through this app and through others uh, or, or not? And uh, according to one analytics platform south of the border owned by Verizon, only 6% of people who have been asked if they are willing to let the app track them say yes. So 94%, the overwhelming majority of people say, do not track my activity, even though they're still going to see ads, but it's just not going to be relevant to them. But it looks like we are, that we are prioritizing privacy ahead of customization, which I get, but I also understand the flip side. Yeah. I'd rather see ads that are relevant to me instead of, you know, pet food. I don't own a pet, that kind of thing. But um, it looks like, and I think Canadians across the board would rather know that big, big tech, 
like Facebook and Google are not tracking them. And Apple is the first major company to force app developers to give you the choice. So I applaud them for that. Okay. Is that why I'm seeing on more and more websites and I've got one up on my computer right now in the uh, bottom part of the screen says this website uses cookies and then it's got yeah. uh, you know a bunch of fine print yeah, and then it's got right. the yes, I accept button, but there's also an X there that I can exit out of it. So is that giving me... Uh, I don't know, a bit of control here that I can decide whether or not I want to allow this website to track my activity. Can I still just hit the X, exit out of it, and uh, get the content on their website without being tracked? That's right. So you 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 still may be tracked, but you are not. It's that that information is not going to be shared or sold to third party advertisers. Um, you know, the only way to not be tracked is to install a VPN or a virtual private network tool. Uh, some of them are free, uh, others you pay for, and it masks your online identity. It, it allows you to browse anonymously, even from seemingly another country, if you want to make it look like you're from the States for added privacy, or, and there's some other reasons that we can get into. Um, you can browse without anybody looking over your shoulder. Even the incognito or private mode of browsers will delete the cookies in your search history after you're done, but it doesn't actually mean that you're not exposed to your internet service provider, to your search engine, and to the websites that you're that you allow to track, like Facebook, um, until like you're like while you're browsing, it's still recording all that information, but just cleaning it afterwards. So the best thing to do is to have a VPN. To go back to your original question, yes, clicking that, yeah, yes, I accept cookies, which means you're allowing them to track your whereabouts online. Um, that is similar to what Apple is doing on the on the phone level, on the smartphone level. Yes. Okay, so if you do not want to be tracked while you're online, again, the best solution is one of these VPNs, is maybe the uh, new Apple uh, software or, or the update. Yep. Uh, those are your two best options? Yep, so use a VPN, um, uh, unsubscribe to newsletters and other uh content providers that are, you know, to get that 10% off of some store, something you're buying from a store, you, you should unsubscribe to all that as, as best you can. Uh, and then, yeah, um, companies like Apple are doing a better job at securing your privacy in this respect. There's a few other things you can do uh, as well, but yeah, those are the big ones. Um, and a VPN is the, the, the internet service providers don't like it uh, because they also want to know where you're going online, but uh, VPNs have become very popular over the last couple of years. The two biggest ones are ExpressVPN and NordVPN. Uh, they're a couple bucks a month if you commit to an annual amount, and then you can use it on various devices, and you, they, nobody knows where you're going online. All right. Joined by Mark Saltzman. Mark, also wanted to talk to you this afternoon about this a battle that is a shaping up between YouTube and TikTok for content creators. What do we know yeah. about this? Sure. So as you likely know, TikTok is hugely popular for those who want short form videos uh, and YouTube wants to get in on the game. So they've uh, created a uh, uh, the YouTube shorts platform. It's a TikTok competitor and they are offering up to one hundred million dollars to creators who will be are willing to create content for the platform. So the idea is to encourage creators to uh, continuously post to their new service, because otherwise, why would you not be on TikTok where everybody else is? Now, keep in mind, that sounds like a lot of money. But last year alone, Alphabet, the parent company to Google, who owns YouTube, 
made $182.5 billion in the calendar year 2020. And their first quarter of this year, they, uh, they, the revenue generated was $55 billion, which was incidentally $4.5 billion more than they projected. And that includes a lot of YouTube ad revenue. So even though they're willing to pay that kind of money for content to uh, creators to you know, upload to YouTube shorts exclusively or not, um, they can make a lot of that money back in ad revenue. Like it's not like it's, they're just throwing it away. They will make it back. They've crunched the numbers and they know that if they get enough people on their platform, then they can uh, charge advertisers a lot of money, which has worked for them for YouTube. Uh, so they, that's the idea behind YouTube short. So if you're listening right now and you are a content creator, you've uh, got a new dance move or something, you've got a, a really curious dog who's going to do something great. You may consider YouTube shorts. So you can uh, Google how to get uh, some of that cash if you're interested. You know, it's amazing that a hundred million dollars is a drop in the bucket for a company that tells you just yeah. how big some of these uh, social uh, media giants have yeah. uh, truly become and does tiktok do they have enough runway here enough of a head start over youtube uh, shorts or do you think that this is really going to be a, a battle when it comes to uh, content creators yeah it's a great question i mean if anybody can go up against tiktok it's youtube because of uh, their parent company's deep deep pockets so never count them out but right now tiktok has the the market share and the momentum to keep it going other companies have tried something similar by the way snapchat last year said they'd pay out up to a million dollars a day uh, in order to uh, get people to post to their TikTok competitor called Spotlight, which hasn't done so well. So, you know, and Snapchat's pretty big, but I think uh, Google uh, is even bigger. But right now, TikTok is is the king of these kinds of short form, snackable, shareable video, viral videos that YouTube very wants to very, very much wants to be part of. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, it'll be fun to uh, watch as the battle seems to be on between uh, YouTube and TikTok. Mark, appreciate it as always. Thanks so much, my friend. Me too, Jeff. Be well. All right, you too. There's our tech expert, Mark Saltzman.